This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Professional football in America is a special game, a unique game. Played nowhere else on earth, it is a rare game. The men who play it make it so. on the final and this is the most disappointing one of the most disappointing days in all of the calendar year why because this this is the final day of the national football league season this is the final day we get to click from game to game we get to watch the red zone channel flip from game to game and take us to the great plays the great finishes and today with all that's on the line for so many NFL teams, we see the glory of victory. We see the agony of defeat. And for the local 11 coming up today, there have been too many agony of defeats on Sundays so far this season. But what it will present is a new regime finally taking over here in Washington. We can discuss the various ways that we arrived at this day. There's no doubt about that because there are many reasons as to why the interim uh, change of ownership, and it's been like an interim change, just like an interim coach. The ownership really was handcuffed because of the timing. They couldn't really do anything 
you know, right away upon taking control of the franchise. But now that interim ownership period is going to end today. There, it, it's time to get down to business. It's time to get down to brass tacks and improve a program that for the better part of over 20 years now, we have blamed on one person and one person only. There have been many culprits who have been accessories to the crimes here in D.C. For all of the problems we gave Jay Gruden, Jay may not have been all the issue because when you look at the record of some of the coaches, Jay did better than a lot of the other people. Ron Rivera can be a class guy. Ron Rivera can be a great guy, but he can also be a very average football coach. You can say both things, and both things can be true. Why? Coaches will tell you. It's a results-oriented business. The only way to really evaluate a coach is how many games did you win, how many games did you lose. If you lose more than you win, that's usually not a good thing. You don't qualify for the postseason, and on the day's final season, you're the pothole in the way of your arch rival, if there is such a thing anymore between them and winning a division championship. When a few weeks ago it looked like Dallas, at best, was going to be a wild card in the NFC, despite the fact that their quarterback is the one that leads the league with 32 touchdown passes coming into today's game. Today is going to be a very frustrating sight. The sun is going to be out now. The field's still likely going to be wet from all of the rain that we had in the area yesterday, but that's probably not going to keep C.D. Lamb from running across the field today like a thoroughbred, as he's done all season long. And for those of us that thought he was going to be a great player, he has finally delivered on that this season for the Dallas Cowboys. Why? Because his quarterback has also been able to do that as well. Dak's inconsistencies has kept Lamb from being the game-breaker that we all thought he was going to be coming out of Oklahoma. Well, now those two have heated up, and those two are one of the great combinations in the league. For those of you that say, though, it can't be done in one year, because remember the last – over these these four seasons – All we've heard from this regime was, it it takes time, it takes time, we need some time. This is a struggle. No, what we found out was that the people that were in charge were simply not good enough to pick the players from a pro personnel standpoint and a draft standpoint. For every Cam Curl, there's been a lot of disappointment amongst the draft classes and players that have not lived up to the billing, including one who, of course, is no longer here. However, I don't necessarily know if we put it on that player individually or the lack of player development. Because as we've seen in other places, and I will point to you Exhibit A as we get started this morning, the Houston Texans. Last year, many people said, nobody's going to take this job. Nobody's going to want to go coach in that organization. Why? Because they were a complete train wreck, not only for what they had on the field, but for the alleged stuff that they had going on in the front office off of the field. Enter Exhibit A D'Amico Ryans, one of the hot assistants. We knew he would get a head coaching job. He chose to take perhaps the most difficult one out there. Guess what he's done? He's led the Houston Texans to the playoffs in year number one. One. As Clubber Lang said, that means he is the best. He's done one hell of a coaching job. Coach of the year is probably going to be between him, Kevin Stefanski, You know, Shane Steichen takes a step back last night. And, oh, by the way, hey, Shane, be classy, okay? Don't kill your quarterback right there in front of his face. Yeah, the play was there. There's no doubt about it. You had your backup quarterback in the game. He's a backup for a reason. He threw it behind the guy who couldn't catch the pass. How about lining up under center and giving the football to your best football player? Now, you could do that, but, again, the play was there. So the play call is not the problem there in Indianapolis last night. The execution of the play was 
but the head coach could have handled that in a classier way. But you know what? Shane Steichen being in Indianapolis is one of the reasons why Philadelphia is failing right now. It's a fact, absolute fact, okay? Steichen calling plays last year in Philadelphia, things were rolling. They simply do not have it. And when you do not have someone who knows what they're doing when it comes to coordinating offense, calling plays, same thing on the defensive side. When you don't have somebody that knows what they're doing on that side of the field. Oh, you yeah, you had that here, right? And you were you were you were a guy that wouldn't adjust anything whatsoever, right? And we're looking at great linebacker duos around the league, okay? Baltimore, San Francisco, Indianapolis, great linebacker duos all around the league. And you couldn't find any linebackers here. So not only was that a coordinator issue, that was a player personnel issue, and of course the head coach was in charge of the entire operation. But when you greeted the man, he was certain in class in every single way, which is why it makes it tough that Ron Rivera at the end of this day is probably not going to be the coach here in Washington much longer. Ron Rivera is a class guy. Ron Rivera worked his ass off after conquering cancer. It's an incredible profession to be in, tough enough when you're healthy, but to conquer cancer and then continue on and work as he did while he was doing it is one of the more yeoman things that you will ever see in the National Football League. And props to Ron for doing that. And I hope Ron has an incredible retirement. I hope he can go play as much golf as he wants. I hope he can find a way maybe even to stay in football, whether it's uh, through the league office or some other way, because I do believe Ron has something to offer from that standpoint. Perhaps he can help, uh, you know, model behavior for other coaches who don't seem to be able to do that in a classy way like Shane Steichen did yesterday. But herein lies the rub. For four years, we've been told you can't do this right away. Oh, it takes time. Well, with what Houston has been able to do, I will give you two examples of player development and why this can be done if you pick the right people and you pick the right players. Two people that I would have to be on the must-interview list for Josh Harris and his group as they get set to interview coaches and, more importantly, interview general managers. I would interview general managers that have potential connections to Bobby Slowick. What Bobby Slowick has done this year, and I saw Houston in week number one in the flesh, and you knew in week number one that this team was going to be different. You saw C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins strike up a connection in week number one in big ways against the, one of the best defenses in the National Football League this season. It was no fluke because Nico Collins yesterday in the biggest game of the season had nine catches for 195 yards for the Houston Texans yesterday. Running without his running mate, Tank Dell, who when he was picked, another guy on, on my list of players for second day that was easily going to be a contributor and was having a big season alongside Nico Collins at the time of his injury. The Houston Texans picked the right people in every sense of the word. They picked D'Amico Ryans. They picked Bobby Slowick. They picked the right players. They fell. It, look, C.J. Stroud fell into their lap. Let's, let's be honest about that. Because of Carolina taking Bryce Young, it was pretty obvious at that point Houston had to take C.J. Stroud. Those who criticized Lovey Smith for winning that game, ruining the top pick for Houston, how's that worked out for the Texans right now? It's worked out okay. Why? Because 
They picked the right people who picked the right people. Exhibit number two, Mike McDonald in Baltimore. What Mike McDonald has done with Kyle Hamilton and that Baltimore defense using him as a unique weapon. You have a guy in Washington like Cam Curl that could have been used in similar ways. And you almost feel like Cam Curl was underutilized as his skill set started to develop. Yeah, and yeah, I get it. He was a seventh-round pick. He was a guy that played corner and safety on a terrible football team while he was at Arkansas. But it was clear Cam Curl individually had the requisite tools to play the game. He showed you that pretty quickly here in Washington. And not to say that Jack Del Rio or anybody else on the defense at the time could have sensed that Cam Curl would be able to play this way. But Cam Curl could easily play with the same versatility all around the defensive box like a Kyle Hamilton does. He's shown you that over the time he's been in the National Football League right now. But did anybody did anybody think to, to use him in more uh, creative ways? Not really. Not really. Cam Curl, you know, and now Cam's up for, for free agency, didn't exactly have the biggest season analytically. And when teams start to break this down, it's probably cost Cam a few dollars in terms of free agency. Hate to tell his dad that, but that's kind of way the, the, the business works. But he's still going to get paid, whether it's here or whether it is somewhere else. Someone's going to get a player with Cam Curl's tools and is going to enhance, I think, Cam Curl's game more individually. That's what Mike McDonald has done. He's been very unique with some of the things that he's done in Baltimore. There was never any creativity here. There was this insistence on playing with linebackers in odd ways, linebackers who were absolute projects in the case of Jamin Davis. Hey, we're going to make you do something. And, and what was it about this group? What was it about this group that, that it was insistent upon taking players? And we're going to jam you into a position that we think you can play. Antonio Gibson, Exhibit A, great wide receiver at Memphis. Mike Norvell on the college level experimented with him with a few carries here and there toward the end of his tenure there, okay? And he was successful because he's a great athlete. But on the college level, you can do a lot of that stuff and get away with it. What I think it did, though, was rob Antonio Gibson of his best position in the National Football League and rob Antonio Gibson of dollars that will now not come his way in the offseason. He's likely to get a one-year prove-it deal because everybody thinks he's a running back now. And, yes, when he holds on to the football, he seems to be you know, a reasonably decent player. But Antonio Gibson's best position would have been wide receiver. And had you kept him there, I don't think there's any question he would have thrived as a wideout in the National Football League. And then you take Jamin Davis. And there were people, Washington was not the only one that had a first-round grade on Jamin Davis as a linebacker. The ultimate question was, though, with Jamin Davis was he had to fit into a certain system right away with what he had done at Kentucky. And in whatever they were asking him to do here, it was clear he was not a fit from the start. And unfortunately, his progression was certainly uh, slowed by what they were asking him to do here. And oh, by the way, oh, by the way, yes, you got great defensive linemen. Why would you not play with traditional linebackers right behind those D linemen 
so they could play like a Roquan Smith and a Patrick Queen do right now in Baltimore with a much less heralded defensive line in front of them. You could have linebackers play a traditional way with two in the middle there and probably fare much better against the run because of the defensive talent that you had up front. But this team never wanted to make that adjustment. They were going to play this way no matter what. And as a result, the results have gone downhill ever since on the defensive side. Ron's loyalty to Jack Del Rio eventually is probably what's going to cost him his job here. And I have no problem with loyalty. I think loyalty is important. I think people that do a good job for you, you should remain loyal to. However, when it's clear the results are not there, at some point in business, you have to move on. If you're a salesperson and you have zero sales for the month, for seven straight months, it's time for you to go. We need to find somebody else. If we have a defense that continues to slide down, in terms of the analytics, not only the analytics, but the eye test too. If we look up and we go, man, we've got this much talent invested in up front and we're not getting the best out of our defense as a result of it, maybe we need to try something else. Because there's, there's too much talent. There was too much talent up front. You have two of the best interior men in the league who play hard, who work their rear end off, and you don't get the best out of them, and thus you don't get the best out of the rest of the team because of the way this group had been performing under Jack Del Rio. But as the head of the business, you have to put up with the results. Remember, it's a results-oriented business. And on a certain Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whenever this league plays its games, if the other team has an out-of-body experience against you and you have no chance to win, even if it's against a team that roster-wise is a 50-50 game, sometimes that happens. But when you start to get routed by people, when you start to get beaten by people, and early this season, Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy were the toast of the town early in the year. Things got off to such a great start. But as the season went along, those results started to deteriorate. Ultimately, without sitting down with the people involved, because you don't get that type of access. Some places you do, some places you don't. On the college level, I get that kind of access. I get film access. I get to talk to the coaches. I get to find out the real story as to why things work and why they don't work. But unless we get to sit in there with Eric Bieniemy and break down the film and say, okay, look, on this play, this ball is supposed to go right here. And either the offensive line broke down, the quarterback didn't look to the right area, or players didn't run the right route. You know, it's one of those things where you you wonder why things got off to such a smashing start, but as teams started to take away what Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy were doing best, for whatever reason, all that enthusiasm after a 2-0 start, and even playing well against teams like the Eagles – where we're like, man, this is this is okay. You know, losing 34-31, the offense looks better. Well, as the season went along, the quarterback's development started to slow. The offense started to slow. And as a result, games started to be a blowout. Last year was this time when Sam Howe bowed his neck, swelled up, had a big-time performance, and made everybody think that perhaps he could be the quarterback of the future. Today, the only role he can have with the offense is perhaps being a spoiler to the Dallas Cowboys, winning a division championship that if they simply win the game today, they will win the NFC East this season. But what's disappointing about today is that ultimately 
one of pro football's greatest rivalries of years gone by, is no longer that rivalry. It's been replaced by others in other cities. Why? Because Dallas is good and Washington is not. And if today you had two teams competing for the NFC East, it would be a heck of a day for football. But instead, Washington is in their annual battle playing for pride. And unfortunately, at the end of the day, a lot of really good people are going to be out of a job. 1-800-636-1067. If you're headed out to FedEx like Tailgate Ted and the rest of the gang to do some tailgating, Mother Nature has blessed you with a much better day today than it was yesterday. I was out at Baltimore and Pittsburgh yesterday. Holy cow, what a monsoon that was. But enjoy it today. Why? Because as I tell you all the time, the beauty of this sport is we don't get 82. We don't get 162. We only get 17 weeks of this stuff in the National Football League. Enjoy it today, Washington fans, because as is similar case seemingly every year, the month of January is here and the season is coming to an end. 1-800-636-1067. Pete on Sports with you live and local until 1 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 1067 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 1-800-636-1067. That's how you get to us this morning here on 1067. The fan, if you're headed out to the parking lot this morning, give us a buzz as you're driving by. What are your hopes for the new regime? Because the interim ownership period ends today. They will take over with full autonomy, and they've had it technically, but you understand the timetable that they were on. You really couldn't make wholesale changes at the time in which they got it. It was easier to sit there and say you could have, but truly you couldn't have at that point. But what was certainly going to happen did happen, and this regime has every reason to move on to new coaches, new front office, and hopefully – Hopefully they will do it in the right order. Get the front office personnel that know what they're doing. And some of the ones that are rumored, if they go after a Joe Horitz over in Baltimore, look, Eric DaCosta studied under Ozzie Newsom. Eric DaCosta has carried on an incredible tradition there. It's been a slam dunk in Baltimore. 
So why not go get a guy that is working under Eric DaCosta right now and understands exactly how to do this? In the offseason, off they waited out Lamar Jackson. They didn't make any brash statements uh, about what they were going to do. They stayed quiet during the entire thing. They let everything play itself out in a class way. They got their guy under contract. They've got the best record in the National Football League this season. And, oh, that player that they signed to the big contract, he's been by far, of all the quarterbacks that got all the big money in the offseason, he's been by far the best player. And it's not even close, not even a discussion, not even a discussion. I mean, when you play great and you put your team in position to have the best record in the league, it is not a discussion at that point. So if you went in that direction, and and Joe Horitz went with a Mike McDonald, potentially an Anthony Weaver off of that staff as well, I think is a rising star as well on the coaching side. And for those of you that say, oh, it's got to be an offensive guy. It's got to be an offensive guy. The hell do we talk? What what did D'Amico Ryans do with Houston? He took the worst job in the offseason, and he's in the playoffs. And if Jacksonville loses today, he wins the division. And then how about a Bobby Slowick? You at least got to interview him, right? Because look at what he's done year one with quarterback development. He took a rookie quarterback, and look at how C.J. Stroud has played. And it's been from week one, gang. It's been from week one. This isn't something where they got to, like, week eight, week nine, and, you know, lightning struck and, and you know, they got on a roll. C.J. Stroud's been doing this since week number one. Okay? That's a tip of the cap to Bobby Slowick. And what he constructed for him in Houston. Because nobody knew at the time that Nico Collins I, – I actually had more faith in Tank Dell, who I knew a lot better than even Nico Collins. And it turned out to be a dynamic duo. For Houston, they've got a great tight end. They've been able to build a, a reasonable, you know, they, they don't need a big running game. They just need a reasonable running game. You know, Devin Singletary was terrific uh, yesterday. You know, Jonathan Taylor's over on the other side going for almost 200 yards. And the, the Houston offense is, is like, okay, no problem. We got this. We're, we're cool. We're under control. You've got a Houston defense that's built, a, a, got a great linebacker, obviously Will Anderson, Proving to be um, at the number three selection overall. Uh, The rookie sack numbers are very good uh, for him. So he has provided them with exactly what you would expect and what you want from your number two and number three pick. They have gotten maximum performance from both of those positions. So I would have no problem interviewing Bobby Slowick because I see player development in year one with a young quarterback. And if you end up with the number two pick, which means you're guaranteed to get one of the top guys, depending on how you have them on your board. Now, how you rate Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels is in the eye of the beholder. Do you want older, more experienced guys even, like a Michael Penix or a Bo Nix, who took major steps this year? But if you understand Michael Penix's career and you watch college football, you go back to the Indiana tape on Michael Penix. Okay, when he wasn't playing with Rome Adunze and Dylan Johnson and McMillan and Polk and those guys on the outside and a great tight end like they have, go back and watch the Indiana tape on Michael Penix. Okay, you could see then Michael Penix had some special school, some special skills. The problem for Michael Penix 
at that time was it seemed like every time he'd show you something, he would get hurt. And that injury bug has finally seemingly left him while at the University of Washington. So if you're going the quarterback route, what better example than what Bobby Slowick has done this year with C.J. Stroud in Houston? I, I want proven results. I've got it with the eye test and the analytics to back it up with Bobby Slowick and C.J. Stroud this year. 1-800-636-1067. Pete on Sports with you until 1 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 1-800-636-1067. Take it to us here on The Fan. This morning we're live and local taking your calls up until 1 o'clock. Get our pregame programming. Earl Forsey will join us at noon. He, of course, brings you countdown to kickoff every Sunday here. He was with you from 8 to 10 this morning. And, of course, a diehard Washington football fan as in addition to media member. We'll break it down with him for another unsuccessful season of football. It's almost become like Washington has become like the Green Bay Packers under Bart Starr. Everybody turned to Bart Starr because he was Vince Lombardi's quarterback. Oh, Bart will lead us back to the promised land. And it was always 6-8, and 5-9, and 7-7, and 6-8. Seven, and, and eventually the Packers had to move on from Bart Starr as the head coach. And you know, it's kind of where we're at here, you know, in Washington right now. We keep wanting to find somebody that's going to get us back to the Joe Gibbs days. And, and, and you know what? The Joe Gibbs days, as someone who watched them all, okay? I've been watching this team since the 70s. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a historian of this stuff. I watch all these YouTube videos, all the NFL, you know, week seven, 1974. You can find it all on YouTube. If you, if you want to learn about football, okay, you, there, there's so many tools in which you can do it now and be a much smarter football fan. But we, we keep – we keep trying. We're so desperate to get back to the Gibbs era. We just got to start somebody else's era. We just got to have an era of, of another coach like the D'Amico Ryans era starting, you know, in Houston on such a, a good note. Uh, I was reading a great note. I tweeted it last night. You know, for the 34th straight year, four new teams are going to be in the playoffs that were not in the playoffs a year ago. So this, this lineage that everybody keeps telling, oh, we need time. We've, no, with free agency stuff. The way you can do it now in the NFL, and if you draft good and you hire good coaches, you can turn this thing around a lot faster. Now, you can't control how good teams are in your division, and it does help that Houston's in a terrible, you know, up-and-down division. Tennessee's obviously, you know, faded, not, not very good. But there, there is no Baltimore in that division at 13 wins. There's no San Francisco in that division with 12 and 13 wins. But, 
you know, nine wins, ten wins is good enough, and D'Amico Ryans has got them there in year number one. So you can, you can get it going in the right direction. It may not result in ten wins, but the direction that you're going can change considerably in year number one if you hire the right people. Let's get on the phones, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go down to Peter in one of my favorite places, Wilmington, North Carolina. What's up, Peter? Hey, Happy New Year's. Can you hear me okay? I got you loud and clear, pal. Great. A couple points I want to make about Sam Howell. I'm not going to be long. But, you know, I think he would have won more games if we didn't have the worst defense in the National Football League. I mean, at least three, maybe four, even five. The defense was terrible. We were always in the hole. Hence, we had to pass 55 times just to stay even. That's one point. Another point, and I'm not going to criticize the new owners, but I really think they should have. They kind of wasted a year, in my opinion. It's not a big deal. It's just something to talk about. You know, I think right away they should have fired Ron Rivera and put EB in charge of the team. I really think that's what they should have done. But that's hindsight. That's just me talking. Another thing is, is that we got to remember that this league, just because you have a good quarterback, doesn't mean you're going to win. There's a lot of teams that have good quarterbacks that aren't in the playoffs or are not playing very well. Kansas City, Philadelphia. And another thing I want to say is you have to have a complete team. You have to have good kicker. You have to have a good punter. You have to have great special teams, which we forget about. You need a good defense and a good quarterback and a good offensive line. So you got to have all that to really be to fight for a Super Bowl, to be a contender every year, like San Francisco. And I would like to hire somebody, a former player like the 49ers did, and hiring the guy from uh, Tampa Bay to run the team. I, I, want, I want a player, a former player that knows what a, what a good player is. And I appreciate great, great monologue coming into the show. Fantastic. You covered it all. Appreciate you, Peter, as always. And, of course, look, I mean, John Lynch working in conjunction with Kyle Shanahan. And that is a conjunction there. That is not – John Lynch over top of Kyle Shanahan. But what it does help Kyle Shanahan do, John Lynch, of course, plays the position. He can see things like how a player instinctively plays his position, how a player, uh, you know, pays attention to detail and technique and, and things of that nature. And that's why, that's why it works. It, it's why it works. And those two, obviously – you know, they may not agree totally on everything because I don't think any front office person and coach ever agree. Bobby Beathard and Joe Gibbs didn't always agree. I mean, that, that that's a fact. But what Joe Gibbs and his coaching staff were great at doing was taking the players uh, that were chosen, developing them, and making them great. How much criticism did Washington take because they took a, uh, a, a shorter-than-average corner – out of Texas A&M, which is now, I believe, Texas A&M Commerce. And that, that guy turned into one of the greatest corners of all time. That's what it's all about. It's about what your coaches do and, and how they help players get the most out of themselves. That's what Joe Gibbs' staff did. You know, Joe, Joe, Joe got rid of what he wanted to do. He wanted to run. I mean, he was Don Coryell's right-hand guy. He wanted to run the Eric Coryell stuff and realize, wait a minute, I can't do that. I can't do that with what I have here. I've got to be flexible. I've got to change. 
and that's what made him fantastic. That's what made him fantastic. He and his staff did the job with the players that they had. And that's what that's what great organizations do. They 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 get players they like, they coach them, they make them fit into what they're doing, and that's why that's why that group won a lot of games together, both with Coach Gibbs and Bobby Beathard. And then, of course, like Eric DaCosta under Ozzie Newsome, Charlie Casserly worked with Bobby Beathard. So there was a seamless change there when, when Charlie Casserly took over. And obviously the results speak for themselves. Let's go back to the phones. Traveling up to see Washington and Lee and Guilford in Division Three basketball today. It's our friend Sabah. What's up, Sabah? Oh. We're on our way. Yep. And you are going through the sticks of North Kakalaki up into Virginia there. That's right. Made me smile uh, when I saw you or your tweet. You're going to be on. I wish you'd come back on the weekdays. (laughs) That's not up to me, Sabah. That's not up to me. How many times have you emailed a guy? I don't know. That's a great question. I'm just happy to be here today. Yes. Well, uh, anyway, I appreciate you keeping up with D3. I know you're into that stuff, so I appreciate that. Hopefully we get another win today. We're uh, undefeated in the conference, only have one loss, so we're just going to uh, keep looking on. But about the game and about the uh, or the team and all, you know, I kind of agree with that other gentleman about, you know, we, we just have so many holes to fill. And um, I just think that I don't want, like, you know, I was called in earlier saying that I don't want that number two pick. I'd rather beat Dallas because I can't stand Dallas. And the reason I'm saying that is I'm okay if we have the number two pick. I'm just saying that a lot of times we will get pressured or bullied into picking someone that we really shouldn't pick. And then it becomes the coach's fault if that person doesn't succeed. Like, Texans hated that they won the game last year, right? But what did it do? It dropped them back and said they got the kind of leftover quarterback. I kind of wouldn't mind doing that. And that way, even if we had the number two pick, trade back. So you get kind of the leftover. And as far as the coaches, I'm looking forward to Jim Harbaugh. And I want him to bring his quarterback here, J.J. McCarthy. We can get him probably in the late first or second round. And that way we can get uh, like that uh, wide receiver from Ohio State um, or the left tackle from Notre Dame. Because I just think we need so many other things. And for GM, I wouldn't mind a player kind of like Teddy Bruschi or maybe Zach Thomas or Luke Keekley, somebody like a linebacker type. They're usually the brightest people, you know, or safety, um, to maybe do player evaluation. So those are kind of my thoughts uh, looking ahead. So I appreciate the call, and best of luck to Thank Hannah, you. who is shooting it at 37% from three-point range, and she's got an extra year. Brenda Freeze could use three-point shooting over at Maryland. Her, Carrie Flaherty over at Catholic, Shooting it at 45%. Those would be two players that could certainly help the Maryland women. By the way, to cancel their game yesterday with Purdue, um, apparently no referees and a leaky building uh, over there yesterday amongst the the things over there. By the way, Nick Brennigan, Carson Newman hit 18 threes in a game yesterday. Division two scored 64 points. You don't think that guy could help the University of Maryland right now who can't shoot a three to save their life? It just goes to show you that you got to get out and, and really beat the weeds in recruiting and, and go find some dudes that can shoot the basketball because there are a lot of teams right now that have no shooting. UCLA, terrible, can't shoot, can't shoot, sitting at 6-9 and nine now uh, on the year. Go find kids that can shoot the basketball. Kids, don't, don't give me these YouTube dunk videos. 
because you're going to dunk maybe once every two or three games. Okay, learn how to shoot the ball because right now there are a lot of dudes that can't shoot, take make terrible decisions in shooting. And and it comes back to to just like a quarterback that makes terrible decisions with the football, throws to the wrong guy, throws a bad pass, throws behind a a player. I mean, look, Gardner Minshew's got the play yesterday. The 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 play is there. Okay, Gardner Minshew throws the ball behind Goodson, and it's incomplete. Goodson there in the locker room taking the, you know, the the rap for it, but he he doesn't have to. That's on Gardner Minshew for throwing a bad pass. Okay, that's why Gardner Minshew's been a career backup in the National Football League. Now, again, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. If Washington were to trade back, somehow be able to get Jaden Daniels, because you got to believe there's enough momentum that Williams and, and May are going one-two in terms of the quarterback. But I'm telling you, if I had to settle for Jaden Daniels, I'd settle for Jaden Daniels. I think Jaden Daniels can play. Jaden Daniels has played for Brian Kelly. That's a hard thing to do. Brian Kelly is hard on quarterbacks. Jaden Daniels prospered, thrived, got better under Brian Kelly. And if you do that, you've shown me a lot. And Jaden Daniels' year this year under uh, Brian Kelly and Mike Denbrock, that was a pretty impressive season of football. That young man's got a lot of, lot of tools to work with at the quarterback position. 1-800-636-1067. More of your calls next right here on 106.7 The Fan. 1-800-636-1067. Counting you down. Washington, Dallas coming up this afternoon. Coverage live and local all afternoon long leading up to the game right here on 106.7 The Fan. Cowboys, everything at stake. Division championship on the line today. Dak Prescott can exercise some of the demons that have chased him in terms of criticism. Except we forget Dak was not a number three overall pick. He's not a number four overall pick. He's a fourth round pick. So you could, you could, in a sense, say that Dak Prescott has overachieved as a quarterback. Because he's leading the league in touchdown passes with 32. He was a third-day pick, okay? Like Sam Howell, a third-day pick, okay? Let that sink in a little bit with all the, the criticism that we've, you know, heard from uh, and about Dak Prescott. He was a third-day selection. We forget that. Let's get up to Fort Meade, my man, Junior. What's up, Junior? Hey, Pete. How are we doing, my friend? Hey, it's doing great good. to hear your voice. Appreciate you, man. Hey, listen. I know you're up in Baltimore a lot now, so I am going to go up your way, and I'm going to go get Joe Horowitz. I'll do. I would do anything to get that man into this building. He's a winner. He's learned under uh, Eric and uh, Ozzy, so I get him in the building and get him started immediately tomorrow morning. As a matter of fact, I'd have him down here as soon as he can get him. Go get him. Um, as far as the draft pick, if one of those two guys, Drake May or Caleb Williams, is not somebody that you absolutely love and you want in that building and there's other guys behind him. I trade that pick and get this talent is worse off than it was when Ryan got here. Uh, there's so much to do. I, I would go out and make sure I'd get as many draft picks as I could. If those one of those two guys is not somebody you need, you think you need to have, uh, if Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix, somebody like that, you can get you know, five or six or seven. Go out, trade that pick, and get as much as you can because this roster is devoid of talent, and that would be the path i take. But Horowitz would be the main guy, and I would love to see a guy like Brian Flores get in here and be the coach. Junior, it's an interesting combination. Appreciate the call. And, you know, look, I mean, I hope, and obviously this is a new regime of ownership, I hope Brian 
is not necessarily – look, Brian's back in the game, which is good. I hope he's not being blackballed around the league uh, because of litigation and things of that nature. And don't think for one minute that that doesn't happen in the National Football League. Um, but at some point, at some point, I think Brian is going to get another shot. I think Brian is going to get another shot. But I think if you hire Horitz, I think you, the, I think the first call is going to be Mike McDonald, just in my opinion. I think it's going to be Mike McDonald, Mike McDonald or even potentially Anthony Weaver if you take Moritz. But we'll see. I mean, um, that, that you know, remains to play out. Um, and, again, if you're taking a guy from a proven, pro, from a proven group, uh, there's a high hope there, and but he's not going to turn it into Baltimore overnight. You know, uh, I mean, you're, you're not going to be able to turn it into Baltimore overnight. You're not going to be able to go out and get Roquan Smith. Hey, Patrick Queen's a free agent, though. I'm just, just saying, Patrick Queen's a free agent. You have a need at middle linebacker, and Patrick Queen's a free agent, and I'm not sure Baltimore's going to be able to afford him. Plus, I think they think Trenton Simpson uh, can take those snaps and take that place because I, I just think they're going to get priced out of the Patrick Queen business. I think Patrick Queen playing along Roquan Smith has enhanced his value tenfold this year, and Patrick Queen's going to make a lot of money uh, somewhere this offseason. But if Joe Hortz comes to Washington as a GM, there's no question he knows that player better than anybody else. And when you have a great need at middle linebacker, Patrick Queen might be one of the first calls that a Joe Hortz makes uh, if you hire him as the potential general manager. So... That's an angle to keep an eye on as the offseason gets underway. More of your calls, one hour in the books, two more hours to go. Pete on Sports with you up until 1 o'clock right here on 1067 The Fan and the Team 980. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 